and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven, and with me, as always, is my good friend Brandon. And uh, yeah, this is the random topic generator episode we know that you have all been waiting for. We did a really great Halloween episode, but this, we just know, is going to one-up it. And uh, Brandon, let's let's hear a little bit about how this is going to work. I just want to mention, we also have a special guest, Stephanie Tellion, today for the episode. So already, already <laughs> an irrelevant joke. Oh, God. oh no. Uh, yeah. So we were we were kind of messing around with this idea. I don't think we were taking it seriously at first, but uh, I think Stephen probably mentioned something like this. Well, we just did a bunch of random topics, and then I googled random topic generator. And uh, we got a list of like 10 things. And on that list was like poverty in China and uh, depression. It was, it was like all these yes. sad It's not always the most uplifting topics. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. But uh, I, I, am, I am excited for this episode. I feel like it's going to be a lot of fun. Dude, I'm, I'm pretty excited for it too. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely say that. And uh, you know what? Maybe this episode is like our teenagers. Like you know how my chem... My cam, they just wrote a song and thought it was a joke at first. You know, I threw this on the table. I was like, I don't know what this is, but maybe this is something. Brandon was like, I don't think this is something, but maybe it is. So let's see. We're going to find <laughs> out, I guess. And then it's going to be one of our most popular songs ever. It's going to well, be one of our most popular, popular podcasts Because this isn't a song. I don't know what's going on <laughs> hey, anymore. It, it could be a song if we put our mind to it. Could be. Also, we probably should tell people... Uh, you know, we're both functioning on like not too much sleep. We just, neither of us happened to sleep well. I think it was the time change. Time change can definitely I feel it. like the time change should help with sleep because you get an <laughs> extra help. hour, but I didn't fall asleep till like five in the morning. And then, yeah, it's just brutal, you know? I'm, I'm ready for a good night of sleep tonight, but I'm going to try to just pump through this and i know steven is too see that that's what you get out of the hosts of the everything must go podcast where others might falter our tenacity will outlast the best of them yeah our tenacity is really unparalleled and <laughs> uh <laughs> uh yeah we uh, now that halloween is over uh, we're into the great month of november and uh we're bringing you in full force with this episode all right, let's do it. Who's going to go first? You go first. You do the first topic. All right, first topic. Drum roll. Uh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oldest aquarium in the world. <laughs> Steven, okay. what are your thoughts on this? Okay, I'll take, I'll take a shot at this. Well, I think the oldest aquarium in the world is really the ocean. Because if you think about it, it's been there since the beginning of time. Well, no, it hasn't actually, because I think there was a, I think there was a time where there was no ocean on the Earth, and it was just a bunch of like magma and stuff. Uh, but I, th- I kind of, I, yeah, I feel like it's probably the ocean is probably the oldest. Aqu- I guess I don't know, I don't know technically what an aquarium is, which might be part of the the issue I'm running into here. But I'm thinking aquarium is a place where you you put aquatic animals. Uh, is it bad? I'm looking up the definition of an aquarium. That when I woke up today, I didn't think I was gonna have to look this up. But this okay, wait, wait. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. A, a transparent tank of water in which, in oh gosh, this is up to say in which fish, and other water creatures and plants are kept. So I I think the ocean is pretty much a transparent tank of water, and uh, I think that my answer is right. Thoughts. Well, what do you consider a tank? 
Because I don't really consider the ocean a tank. So maybe a swimming pool is more of a... Nope, not a swimming pool. That's probably wrong, too. I think you need to check your definitions before you come into this episode. If we were in... If we were in speech class right now, you would have failed. Well, Here, what do you think? Here's what I think. All right, I have, I have two answers, two, two possibilities. Number one, the city of Atlantis. I, was, I would say that that is probably more of an aquarium because you have the dome could be considered kind of a tank. <laughs> and inside of it, you have dolphins who built the city. So it's like inside the tank are, are is this aquatic life? <laughs> Dude, and, I think you're. I, I I don't know. I don't think has ever been established that Atlantis is a bubble. I think you're making stuff up. It's a, no, it's not a bubble. It's a dome. It's different. It's much Whatever, more. Bubble dome. It's much more uh, luxurious. <laughs> um, my next thought is my cousin Todd has had an aquarium ever since I can remember. So. It's pretty old. Look, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm trying to do some research on this. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm 27. Guys, I'll be honest. I don't have a cousin named Todd. <laughs> that part was a lie. Damn it. Now you're just making stuff up. Damn it, dude. You guys can't trust me. Uh, I'm seeing public aquarium. Nope, that's... Didn't you nope, just, that's, did you not just Google oldest aquarium in the world? Yeah, I thought this was going to be more self-explained. Let's Remember see, when Bell... we, we got in an argument about aquariums once. Cause, Did we? Yeah, because I said that there was an aquarium in Chattanooga or something. And you're like, no, it's not in Chattanooga. It's in... Well, the, the best aquarium in the U.S. is in Atlanta. It's like a known thing. It's like I think it's the best in the world. I, I think Chattanooga is above it. I think that was what our argument was. No, but that's wrong. Best. I'm looking this up. Biggest aquarium... Georgia Aquarium. It literally shows up on Google right Whoa, away. Whoa, you say biggest or best? Okay, well, you're t- changing well, your well, argument well, we'll now. Switch it. Let's switch it to best aquarium and see if we get a different result. Guess what shows up? Is Shed it? Aquarium, because I'm in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> now, Google, you may be a bit biased here. Dude, so the Shed Aquarium is pretty nice. Turn off your Check it out. Turn off your location settings. Remember when we went to Lincoln Park Zoo? That place had a nice aquarium, right? Did it? Is with an aquarium with the polar bears? That's not a... Cause <laughs> what? <laughs> I can see in this fish tank. <laughs> the great Dude, polar bear. <laughs> honestly, I'm trying to have more of an open mind. I was trying to follow your lead, all right? You said the ah, okay. ocean was an aquarium, and now all of a sudden I'm not allowed to have... A polar bear tank as an I got aquarium? Lost, dude. No, you're 100% right. I got lost somewhere in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got lost in the depth of this topic. Well, let me a- actually ask you. Do you like aquariums? I could take them or leave them. But, yeah, I li- I li- but let's say overall I like them. I, here's a story, all right? So I actually went to the Chattanooga Aquarium when I was a junior in high school. My girlfriend from Minnesota came to visit me, and I hadn't seen her in like four months and uh it was like really romantic we went with her grandparents and every once in a while we would like sneak to the side and make out when we were on this trip with her grandparents it's pretty dope dude everything about you always just leads to you macking on some chicks. dude i'm always macking on freaking chicks dude <laughs> dude <laughs>
we're going to get through this episode. All right. Go to the next one. Unless you have any okay. aquarium stories. I'll go to the next one. Oh, dude. All right. Oh, my Google search results still has best aquarium in it. I got to delete that so I don't laugh every time I open it. All right. And the next topic is... Oh, God. <laughs> Ostriches. <laughs> Okay, let me ask you this. How well do you know ostriches? Dude, I... Okay, this is a true story. When I was... This is... I think I've told you this story before. It's so ridiculous, no one ever believes it. When I was a kid... (laughs) I was literally at my house, and I looked outside, and there was an ostrich running down the street. Bullshit! I'm being serious, dude. I look outside, and there's, there's a big, huge ostrich running down the street. It's like seven feet tall. It's super tall. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Wait, here? this is in Ohio? This is yeah, not... Yeah, dude. This dude, is... Where do ostriches dude, go, come from? Dude, it was absolutely insane. And I was like, I don't know what that is. I I, I think it's an ostrich, but I was like a, like a little kid. Oh, man. So I saw that. And uh, apparently what had happened is there's an ostrich farm. I have no idea where this is at. <laughs> but apparently the ostrich ran away. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You're like, God damn it, Carl got out again. Get, get this fucking ostrich in here. Can you, yeah, can you imagine the shock of the ostrich? First off, why the hell is there an ostrich farm in Ohio? What would the point of this be? Dude, and ostriches are from like, Africa. Why do they have an ostrich farm in Ohio? Dude, I have no idea, dude. There was legitimately an ostrich, though, and it was absolutely the worst thing ever when I saw it. I was just like, okay, well, I hate my life. But uh, they got him out. I think I think they even – I'm pretty sure he lived, too. They didn't have to, like, put him down or anything. Okay. Now, here's a follow-up question. What are your feelings on the ostrich Pokemon dodo and like dodorino you know what i'm talking about I don't oh know. yeah oh yeah i mean i think i have a negative association with ostriches so i don't think i like them what, what do you mean what's the negative association come from they they run into the neighborhood when they're not supposed to be there <laughs> well did it impact you at all it took about 10 years off my life <laughs> at your funeral i'm gonna be like he died too goddamn soon if he hadn't seen that fucking ostrich, he'd still be with us today. Uh, uh, what about what, what about you? How do you feel about this ostrich my, thing? My ostrich. Hold on. You're. Hold on. Why are you blurry? There. Where I don't know what I just said. Dude, the ostrich is haunting dude, me. Dude, ostriches are ghosts. We figured it out. Okay. Uh, my thoughts on ostriches. They're birds, right? Yeah, they're they're birds. What, they, what, what else would they be like? Dragons? <laughs> Why would they be? I don't fucking know. I I I assumed they were birds. I just didn't. I mean, they don't have a lot of like. They can't fly. Wait, what are penguins? They're birds. Penguins are birds. Yeah, dude, I'm getting edu- need- I'm getting educated today. <laughs> Maybe the next topic should have just been birds. Seems like we're a little bit. Unaware of how these things work. Honestly, I would have, I would have loved it. All right, I've got nothing else on ostriches. Honestly, 
Anything. We can move on. You want to move on? <laughs> yeah, we can move on. All right, here we go. Oh, this is kind of a deep topic. Materialism. <laughs> How do we go bounce back now? All right, come on, be serious. This is a very serious one. What do you, what uh, do you think about materialism? I, I think that myself, I'm not very materialistic. Like, there are things I definitely like. Um... But like I don't I don't really base any of my like happiness and worth off of material things. I think that I judge people who do. Like I, I try not to be too judging. But I actually think that I have gotten to the point where I judge it a little bit less because of taking um, one the love languages test, just seeing that like people like love in different ways. So I think you know I've mentioned in the past. I don't know for sure, but I think that maybe someone I dated was their love language might have been. Um, receiving gifts and I didn't understand it at the time because I was like I've, sometimes she'd be like can you buy me like this like thing it'd be like a shirt or something and I'm like I mean I could but like I don't see why you need this shirt and she would get kind of upset by it and I'm wondering if like there was a little element of that of just like to her that was just something that made her feel good so I, I do think that being materialistic I think has a very negative connotation but I also think that like I need to be a little bit more open-minded to the fact that, like, it, it's not necessarily just a negative thing. I think everyone's a little bit different. Do you so – I know – I don't think that you are materialistic, but do you think that you hold any materialistic qualities? Because there are definitely things that you, like, appreciate. Like, you want to get – like, you, you care about your style. Like you, oh, 100%. So, yeah, no. I, I mean, I think – yeah, yeah. No, I'm not – I don't think I'm overall, like, I wouldn't say, like, I'm a materialistic person. Right. But I do think I have materialistic... Like, I'm not completely on the opposite end where I don't appreciate nice things. Like, I really like... Like, one of the things I, I do spend money on is, like, clothes and fashion. Because, like, it makes me feel good when I wear things. Um, and, like, I like buying, like... I don't know. Just... There are certain things that I, I like to spend my money on. But, yeah. Well... That's where I'm at with it. I guess the reason I ask that is because I... I've definitely had the thought that I need, I kind of want to be a little more materialistic. And I know that sounds weird to say, but I think sometimes I care a little too, I care too little about, I guess, the way I'm presenting myself, whether that be with my style or the things that I have. And I think then it can come across like I'm lazy or (laughs) I talk to you about that person that dm'd me just assuming that i smoked weed <laughs> i think some of that comes just from this place of not presenting myself in in a in a fashion that is like i care about what is on the outside um you know and the things that i have to represent who i am i i do think that the the foundation should come from within but i do think there is an aspect of sometimes what is on the outside reflects how we feel on the inside and i want to be better about paying attention to that and actually putting time and effort into it so that not only do i present myself with a better image but i also just feel better because i will tell you like in, in times where when I was pursuing music, even uh, there, I, I would be a little more conscious of uh, what I was wearing to shows or kind of what my look was going to be. And at that time, I felt really good about just my self-esteem, everything 
felt a lot better. And, and maybe that's a fault of mine or my way of managing the societal pressures of, you know, materialism. But overall, if it makes you f- feel better internally, isn't, isn't that kind of a goal? Like you want to feel good about yourself and the things that you're doing. Uh, maybe not to an extreme where it needs to come from all these things, but there probably is a sweet spot, you know? Yeah. I I think materialism in itself has that negative connotation, but I do think that there's, it's, it's kind of a shame that it just always has that negative side to it because there are good things within it. Like if you, if it makes you feel better, like, like I feel better when I like wear nice things a lot of times. And like, I think that's a normal human behavior to feel that way. Like, I don't think that that's all that crazy. Um, so I don't think that materialism in itself is all bad. I just think that it can be taken too far. And I think that society definitely sees it as a bad thing. Yeah. Like you, you get a new status if you have a lot of stuff, like you you can be held at a higher regard and it's not, it it becomes a black and white thing when I feel like there, it should be looked at more in depth. Like, what is behind this person that has a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and ultimately what is and what should be are not always the same thing. Like, yeah. as much as that sucks, I know for a fact that like, if I'm, like, dressed, like, really well, like, dressed really nice, I'm going to be treated differently than if I'm just wearing, like, like shorts and basketball, like, basketball shorts and a T-shirt or something. Like, they're just there are different ways that people will perceive you, and that's just the reality of life. Yeah. Man, every time we go to another topic, I'm always nervous now because I don't know. My mind worries me a lot after that last one. All right, ready for this one? I'm ready. Oh, no. Oh, no. (laughs) What the hell, dude? This one is very concerning. Here's the next one. Fencing. (laughs) All right. Fencing... (laughs) A lot to work with here. Fencing is interesting because you have to sometimes you want separation between your yard and the next in your neighbor's yard so you have to put up fences <laughs> oh man and dude it, you know is chain link better than like wood fencing you know that i guess that eat to each their own you you can't tell me that my kind of fence is any better or worse than your... It's subjective. I, I love how you took it in this direction, because I was definitely thinking about the sport of fencing. I, no, <laughs> I, I, I understand that's what it actually but that's, is. That, so that's why you did this. Yes, okay. this is the comedy. You're just clever, dude. Your comedy is never lost on me. Never lost on me, except for almost once. <laughs> I feel like many times, not lost on you because you don't get it, but lost on you because you're just like... Yeah, was this joke even worth it? <laughs> well, well, this this isn't really about fencing, but it does kind of remind me. You know how, like in the Three Little Pigs, the the pigs would build their houses out of different things, like straw and yep. sticks and bricks. How do you feel about that story? There was a specific one, a picture book that was always my favorite of the Three Little Pigs. I can't remember who the author was, but I think the book was brown. And I, so what's the moral of that story? I think you need to build your house out of bricks, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is that that's that's the moral of the story. Just build your house out of bricks. 
All I know is for me that I was all. I, I guess why I thought about this is it made me realize that when I was a kid, my house was not built out of bricks, and I think it made me really nervous all the time that it was like gonna get blown. You over thought one of those ostriches were gonna break out and blow your house down? <laughs> dude, ostriches are not in the Three Little Pigs story, dude. Get your facts straight. I know, but I'm just saying, like in in reality, pigs don't have houses either. So, dude, you no, actually, some of them do. Name one pig that you know that has a home. Dude, I know way more about pig culture than you do. <laughs> Dude, you're so cultured, bro. <laughs> All right, so the sport of fencing. You know, it, it's, it's got some similar qualities to lightsaber duels, so I can, I can respect that a bit, you know? Honestly, you're kind of right with that. Steven is so tired of Star Wars because he did a live stream last night with, with Angela the King. And uh, for a good portion of that live stream, I would not let the topic of Star Wars die. And Steven was just like, all right, let's move the fuck on from this topic. Um, Isn't fencing like a rich person sport? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely. I did meet someone recently who actually was a fencer like in school uh, when I was actually out in Philadelphia. And I was like, whoa, someone actually did fencing. I met one person in high school who was really rich that did water polo. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. What is that game like? I don't even know anything about it, really. I don't know. Actually, was it water polo? Wait, what? what's regular polo? Is that with horses? That's with horses. Okay, that's what they did, not water polo. <laughs> water polo is with seahorses. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I guess that yeah, gets really twisted. Seahorses, seahorses are those are the ones where the males have the babies, right? And yes, and it's also what a life. So when you do water polo, you ride seahorses and you play in the world's oldest aquarium. Tying back well, all the topics. Well, what's interesting is why are seahorses males having the kids? What what makes someone a male? Though I'm looking it up, male. I wonder if male definition has had to be. All right, see here. You don't of or denoting the sex that produces small, typically motile gametes. <laughs> Wait, this this is not right. Especially spermatosa. <laughs> That's a word. Just say sperm. Jeez. <laughs> Wait, are you are you telling me that I just learned that sperm is short for spermatosa? I think so. Is that real? No one talks about this. With which females may be fertilized or inseminated to produce offspring. Then why? Why the hell is a whore? What? Okay, so uh, to be frank, I wasn't really listening to you when you made the comment that the male seahorses are the ones that have the babies. So I agreed to it without fully comprehending what you had just said. So if this is wrong, I just don't want people to let this affect my legacy. Uh, well, maybe. <laughs> this is the uh, this is officially the fact check episode. Yeah, this is the fact check. I can't. This is confusing. I think this isn't as black as white as I thought. But it says it's great. It's true. Seahorses and their close relatives. The pipefish and the sea dragons are very unusual because it is the males that get pregnant and give birth to the babies. 
instead of growing the baby seahorses inside of their bellies in a uterus like human moms, the seahorse dad will carry the babies in a pouch a bit like a kangaroo pouch. <laughs> Dude, thank God I'm not a seahorse. <laughs> Honestly, I think you'd have a really nice pouch if you were. It, my pouch would definitely be bigger than your pouch. No doubt. <laughs> think so? <laughs> no, probably not. <laughs> is there Taco Bell in the ocean? Dude. Because if there is, my pouch would be huge. Yeah, it's like really expensive, though, because they need to keep it good even though it's under the water. <laughs> they don't have sea tacos? No, they have them, but they're like 1,000% more expensive. All right, next topic. I think Dude, I'm getting you. all these serious ones. All right, let's hear it. Eating our words. So, I guess my I, I want to make sure that I'm right with how you think this should be interpreted. Like, you say something and then it comes back to bite you pretty much. Like, I know I'm using another expression, but, like, is it similar to that? It's, I think, specifically the decision not to say something. That's what it is. Oh, wait. Eating our words. Let's look this up. Eating. In the meantime, I'll just talk about the literal eating of words. So. Okay. Yeah. Could... So it's to take, to have to take back one statement to confess that one's predictions were wrong. So you ate your words. Well, I would say I'm pretty good about admitting when I'm wrong about something. And I actually think it's a really, really good quality <laughs> yeah, I guess I shouldn't be speaking for myself, maybe. <laughs> but I think it's a super important quality. Um, I really, I, th- I think it's something that I respect a lot when I see someone who who will retract something that they said or be like, you know, I was wrong about this statement that I made. People who are very, very apolog- apologetic, I feel like also usually fall into this category. So, yeah, I think this is overall a really good a good thing and something that I pay mind to. And uh, it's also, I think a very important thing with a significant other. Cause I think the, the dumbest expression is, well, you you know, your wife's always right. Or something like that. Like, Oh, you yeah. want to just have a doomed relationship, have that mentality for the entire time. I get the basic premise. Like, you know, sometimes you just have to give in and like, let it happen. But like, you know, Realistically, I feel like that sets a really bad precedence if, if guys are supposed to go into a marriage just being like, well, no matter what happens in this, I have to accept the fact that I'm never going to be right ever again. I just realized that you're so sexist. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's what this is. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I really respect uh, accountability. And I was making a face for those of you listening when Stephen was claiming that he uh, is, is good at at uh, owning up to his words i was making a face like i don't know but uh no i mean i think that's part of the reason why we've been able to be successful in our communication or even disagreements with things like we're human so um i mean you probably know more than anybody well me and my parents know this pretty well my family does but i tend to uh if i get triggered in some way shape or form i'll fly off the deep end and and when that happens you get emotional and you might say things that you don't uh that aren't as um i guess encompassing of what you mean to say and then you kind of have to 
take a step back and realize, hey, I need to reword this or, you know, apologize for for that situation. I do think that it's important and I think that it's just part of being human. You know, sometimes things just come out and you don't mean them to. Even if you do mean them to, maybe you're just you need to reevaluate the way that you're approaching something, and yeah, like like when we got in, a, in an argument earlier today, and Brandon had to eat his words, and you know sometimes he just has to eat his words about things. <laughs> it's always that. Like if you guys know Stephen and I, who who do you think has to eat their words more? Probably me, right, guys? Yeah, right, everybody in more. the audience. Yeah, yeah. See, it's, Brandon, it's me, right, guys. Brandon knows it. See, Brandon knows what's up. <laughs> oh, you know what's up, dude. All right. Uh, Anything else? You we're in the to... middle here. Should we talk? Should we keep doing the topics, or should Ooh. we take a break in the middle of it? Ooh, you know what? Let's take a break just because our break segment or just topic that we wanted to bring up. I'm really excited to talk about. So let's let's get into that. I don't know how many people that listen to our podcast are fans of the band My Chemical Romance, but if you are regular listeners to the show or even uh, people that watch Steven's uh, videos on YouTube and you, and you saw the vlog where he was in Minnesota, you saw us jamming out to oh, some yeah. My Chemical Romance. <laughs> well, they announced that they are coming back for a show right now it's just one show uh they're performing in los angeles i believe december 20th right i think so yeah yeah and uh i mean obviously steven are like steve and i are like do we do we fucking go to this <laughs> <laughs> you definitely crossed my mind yeah. it sold out in two minutes by the way oh it did oh geez two minutes it sold out <laughs> yeah doesn't surprise me so what we're hoping what we're hoping is that they end up going on like a, a reunion tour and they come to Chicago next year. And I, I will just say off the bat, I, I don't believe in this in in uh, like fate stuff where it's like there's some sort of divine intervention into, oh, yeah, you made the right decision, so I'm going to make everything happen for you. But... <laughs> If there was any sign whatsoever that me coming to Chicago is the right decision, it's the fact that my chemical romance is back together and might possibly come to Chicago as well. So Steven and I can go to the show together. Dude, I'm pretty pumped on it. And right before we got on this uh, uh, live stream or this episode of the podcast, <laughs> I just forget. I forget where I'm at. Um I mentioned that their their last album was called Danger Days, and the album takes place in 2019. And one of the music videos takes place, at least one, or maybe all of them do, takes place in California. So, like, it's almost that they predicted that their reunion show would be in California in 2019. So, pretty cool. I'm wondering if they're going to make any sort of comment about that during that show. We did talk about how th- this might be the reason why they're only doing one show so far is they're like last second they're like dude we're not ready for a tour but <laughs> we said 2019 so we got, we gotta whip up <laughs> we something. said california and we said 2019 <laughs> we're running out of days here <laughs> oh my gosh I, well let me ask you just on that topic itself do you think that this was cultivated to match up with that danger days i mean it i think to use your phrase, I think it would be par for the course 
with just how creative uh, like Gerard Way and those guys are at, like creating these worlds and this cohesiveness and stuff. So I could see it like when they broke up, they said, hey, let's reconsider things in 2019 because Danger Days took place. Like I could see that being a legitimate thought process, but I'm, I'm curious if you think that was in the back of their mind. I, I definitely think that there was some intentional part of it. I think that it just seems like something that they would do. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do something very bizarre for this show. Like, if, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, Gerard dyed his hair red again or, like, any number of things for it. So, yeah, I, uh, I think it was intentional. And just for our audience, uh, since you and I had this conversation, but what would be the song that you would absolutely want to hear if we oh, were yeah. to do a show? Well, I've never seen them live. I, I wanted to, and I never got the chance. So uh, we definitely walk into the Black Parade. It's like the most cliche, but it's my favorite song by them. So, And it's also like just the coolest in terms of what you can imagine what they would do for it. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I was saying <laughs> we have an audience comment that says that we are fangirling really hard, so this next comment is going to make me sound like a big fangirl. <laughs> I was telling Steve, and I was like, dude, if they play the kids from yesterday, I'm going to break down, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, we talked about that. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't say it this dramatic, but, you know, I, this is the facade of the podcast. You you, dude. you build up the, the art artifice of it all. When it comes to music, as I've mentioned, it's my favorite art form. I'm pretty sure I shed a tear at the Under Oath concert, oh, really? which is like the last kind of concert I feel like I should be shedding a tear at, but I was just like so stoked. Dude, I shed a tear at uh, the Fray when they performed at the Nash Bash, which is like the New Year's uh, thing in Nashville. They played oh, Happiness, yeah. and at this time I was like... You know, do I continue pursuing music? How am I feeling about this now that I'm starting to learn what the industry is like? You know, what what do I think? And then I saw them perform, and I was just like, I gotta, I gotta do it, man. I gotta do it. I was a big fucking baby. Dude, you're a big baby. I'm a big baby. Dude, nothing's changed on that front. <laughs> I was born a big baby. Actually, I don't know how big I was as a baby. Do you know how big you were as a baby? Like six pounds, eleven ounces. Holy maybe. fuck! I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I think that's like a little bit less than average. I feel like that's I don't even pretty know. normal size. I guess I don't even know. Let's I'm... let's look it up. Actually, I don't actually know. <laughs> dude, we're fucking. <laughs> this is dude. We're titling this episode "Fact Check." Everything <laughs> must fact check. <laughs> so between yeah five five pounds eleven ounces and eight ounces six wait eight. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> between five between pounds, five pounds eleven ounces and eight pounds six ounces. Yeah, so Yikes, you, were, was, you were kind of in the rough. middle. Yeah, I was twenty pounds. <laughs> you would be the fattest baby of all time if you were twenty pounds. Whoa, I wasn't always this way. All right, so I got to fact check this. If you actually would be the fattest baby of all time. <laughs> oh my gosh. Everything must Google. That's another... Everything must Google. Dude, Dude you don't know. Okay. Actually, I'm not even going to say this. Never mind. <laughs> Everything must Google. Everything must facts. Yeah, that's good. Uh, and I, By the way, I, I just released a video at the time of the recording 
Uh, uh, 22 pounds is actually the heaviest baby, so you wouldn't quite be there. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's born in the U.S. at least. But uh, he died 11 hours later. So. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, it's terrible, dude. But uh, anyways, so uh, what I was saying was I released a video on My Chemical Romance where I talk a little bit about it on my YouTube channel. And I released a cover of Cancer by My Chemical Romance a couple weeks ago. So if you haven't checked that out and you're really dying for some My Chem content, don't even go to My Chem. Just go to my channel and listen to my cover of their <laughs> Of their song, exactly that, exactly that. Uh, and the, yeah, let's move on to the random topics then. Let's do it. All right, random topics. It's always a worrisome thing to figure out what what's coming next. And here we go. Postcards. <laughs> Postcards. Oh, so man. here's the deal. Just with mail in general. I, I'm like the absolute stereotype when it comes to being a millennial. I can't, I don't have the patience to go get stamps. I don't have the patience to go get envelopes. I don't have the patience to drop things off at the post office. So postcards just aren't going to work for me. They're not going to cut it. I'm not, I, I don't have time to send stuff via regular mail. I'll just take pictures and text it to you. And I apologize for those of you who have wanted so bad for me to send you a postcard from Rochester, but it's just not going to happen. And I'm tired of all the DMs asking for Rochester postcards. Honestly, I'm getting pretty freaking sick and tired of it. And if you keep it up, I will find you (laughs) and I will end you. I will put you in a bag. I don't, I don't know where this is coming from, but uh, I, I honestly, I, I feel that, though. I feel it. All right, what do you think well, about postcards? I think for me, postcards, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of in the same, I'm, I think I'm in the same camp as you with this. I uh, I don't really need, I honestly don't even know if I know how to send mail. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I guess I do. But uh, I think it's like, if you're going to mail me something, like write me a letter with, with a pen and paper and uh, just make it. Make it that. Did Be you like, have, dearest Stephen? Did you uh, did you have pen pals when you were in elementary school? Yeah, uh, I did. Some like school in like Pennsylvania, or, like Pittsburgh or something. I don't even remember. Uh, you know what would have been funny is if somehow our schools were pen pals with each other. We just never knew. We actually looked back at our letters and we're like, Brandon flipping. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a girl. It was a hundred percent a girl. That was mine. I had a guy. It's about the only thing I do remember. I had a guy, and to be honest, I remember he sent a picture of himself, and I was like, dude, this guy looks like a nerd. <laughs> you were unimpressed with your pen pal. I was like, Stop talking it. to him. How come I couldn't have a hot chick? <laughs> I was already macking yeah. on another chick, because you know me. Dude. Pretty much, that's where every story leads. I'm just, at some point, I'm macking on some chicks. Every story, Brandon, just macks on chicks. Yeah, you gotta quit macking on chicks, man. Give them some space. A- anything else about postcards that you want to touch on? Uh, I think I don't get enough of them. Send me some postcards. <laughs> I'm not gonna send you any, but like, send me some. <laughs> the uh, remember the time that didn't you have somebody offer to send you something? You're like, do I just give them my home address? <laughs> oh, yeah, 
Yeah, I was like, wait a second. I can't just give people my address. Like, I don't know who these people are. Which is funny that you would even consider it, considering how paranoid you are about things. Like, I don't even yeah. understand yeah, how, in this one isolated <laughs> incident, you were about to just <laughs> give up your actual home address. Yeah, that would have been real bad. I mean, it probably would have actually been fine, but it may have been bad. May have been. All right, let's go to the next one. Here we go. Oh, man. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't... Oh, no. What? All right. Overeating. (laughs) Well, well, I'll start by saying this. I'll, I'll start on this one. So, um... I'll be the first one to tell you. I've got a little bit of a. I, I, I don't know if it, if I talk about it or if it's surprising, but I definitely have a bad binge eating. Um, I don't do it very often, and I've cut back on it immensely. That's this is actually one of the reasons why when people come to my apartment. They're like, "You have no food here." I'm like, "Yeah," because if I have food here, it's it's gonna be eaten when I'm bored. <laughs> like I'll just eat when I'm bored, or if I'm like stressed out or something, I'll just do it. So, uh, yeah, it's a real thing, and pe- a lot of people suffer from binge eating, and. Uh, there's nothing worse than eating too much. I, I a lot of times I will eat to the point where, or I don't do this so much now, but every once in a while, um, and definitely back in the day, I would eat to the point like where I would throw up. Like I would like, I just eat too much at one time, and uh, I don't know. I I'm not sure exactly why I did that. I would pretty much just like go times where I wouldn't eat much at all, and then when I would eat, I would just eat a bunch, and then I just have a very like unhealthy habit of doing that. But as I've gotten older, I've gotten better about just, like, knowing, like, having my self-awareness to be like, okay, I, I'll never be able to fully prevent it, but I can do, like, my best to, like, limit scenarios in which that will tempt me or put me in that position. Yeah, it's tough. I So, just to be frank, I don't think I've actually ever spoken candidly on my struggle with this, uh, but I, I definitely do have a binge eating disorder um and for me the way that it it started was well i i guess the the start of it all was growing up uh my family was was not very good about uh this idea of restriction so we would go through phases where we just absolutely would not have any sort of sweets or bad food whatsoever and you weren't we weren't going to eat out for this certain amount of time and then we would go through a phase where we ate out a bunch so it was like every time that you got into those phases where you you either ate crappy food or ate out a bunch it felt like you really had to take advantage of those because coming around the corner was going to be us only eating trying to eat healthy and so i developed that habit um, at a young age and then took it on into my adult life. Now I got better about it because I was an athlete and I started to really care about, uh, just taking care of my body. And then I went through a situation where I had gone through just kind of a rough time, I guess, mentally and emotionally. And, um, and because of that, I would rely on food to kind of bury what I was dealing with because basically I didn't allow myself to validate 
what I was going through and, and kind of deal with it. I was like, I don't have time for it. I just got to keep trucking. And uh, so I had a little bit of that, but then I was able to nip it in the bud and get my act together. And then I would go through this typical habit of I would overeat or eat bad. And then I would say, okay, starting Monday, I'm not going to eat any of this stuff again. So again, reestablishing that habit that I had from when I was a kid and then it would just continuously be that cycle of, oh, I'm going to start this day. I'm going to start this day. I'm going to start this day instead of just acting on it. Um, and then combine that with, then I started going, I mean, life happens. Sometimes life can be a little harder at times. So then life started to happen in that sense. And I was combined with that habit and the emotional eating and you know, slowly but surely, that was when I put on all my weight. And it was, it was this uh, hole that I kept digging myself into and uh, had a hard time finding a way out of it. Uh, and it's something that I'm going to have to, you know, I'm going to therapy now. So it's something that I, you know, talk through to try to find kind of where the root of it is and try to work through. But when Steven says this is a very real issue, like th- this is something that, uh, I mean, obviously America has a, a, a big obesity issue. Um, this is something that a lot of people struggle with and binge eating is a unique eating disorder because obesity in itself, people do have obviously self-esteem issues with, with, with obesity, but when you have a binge eating disorder on top of it, a lot of research shows that people with binge eating disorder and obesity caused by this binge eating disorder have a really hard time. Um, with self-esteem and they they develop even more depressive symptoms because they feel like their obesity is this this like scar that is that that uh, is holding all of the the mental health issues that they're going through and and it, it not to it's tough to compare mental health stuff but uh, typically the depressive symptoms and the, just the overall self-esteem or insecurity feelings tend to be more extreme for people that have the binge eating disorder combined with overweight or obesity as opposed to just people who straight up just have obesity because they never knew how to diet correctly. So it's a tough thing, and I think it's something that needs to be taken seriously. Uh, I definitely have – I mean, that part of the reason I went to therapy was to start taking it seriously within myself and uh, – try to get a get a hold of it so not to get super serious on everybody well no it is i mean it's it's funny that we would get such a serious topic that you and i have both like discussed before um yeah i mean it's just that's that when you do the random topic generator you don't know what you're about to walk into but we said we were gonna go after uh whatever it was yes we did Even if it was ostriches <laughs> i'm excited to see what the next fucking topic is <laughs> Dude, I'm really batting a thousand for us with mine. That's for sure. Whew. All right. Okay, <laughs> now this is becoming comical. My, I, what? Why do I get the the next one is <laughs> balloons? <laughs> okay, so just so our audience knows, I'm on ratespeeches.com for these. It's a speech topic generator. What site are you on? Random list. Random list. <laughs> and you're getting all these like weird ones. Uh balloons. Um I or <laughs> or should I do you want me to do a question instead of if there's one that's just for questions. 
Wait, what? The, on the list? So like, it's, yeah, I, I can do it. It's the random questions. Or we like these. I like topics more. Let's keep with the topics. Let's keep with balloons. Okay, let's keep with balloons. We Yeah, we can't, we can't bend the rules now. <laughs> We're bending the rules. Balloons. Right, balloons. Okay. All right. I think it's a good one. To be honest. Yeah, I'll talk about... I'll talk about balloons. Uh, um, so I actually don't know how to blow up balloons. I've never successfully blown up a single balloon in my entire life. I don't know why I can't do it. Um, I also can't blow bubbles of bubble gum. So I, there might just be something wrong with me that I just can't do these random things. Uh, I also will not go in a hot air balloon. There's no amount of money you could pay me to go into a hot air balloon. And... That's oh also Wait, are I you really afraid like of heights? animals. I'm terrified of heights. I hate it. So you don't like roller coasters, I'm assuming. Love roller coasters. What <laughs> what? Absolutely love roller coasters. I have no idea. Roller coasters for some reason don't scare me at all. I actually but, already knew that about you. I don't know why I asked you that, but I guess But for, heights for our terrified. Dude, I fucking hate roller coasters. I don't hate them, but I I very extremely dislike them. Why? Why? What do you not like about them? I just don't like the feeling you get in your stomach. I don't feel. I don't like the anticipation for that feeling because I know it's fucking coming. I also don't like feeling. I know that you are technically secure in the roller coaster, but I don't like feeling like I'm not in control of where I'm moving. And it goes so violent and so fast that you're just like whipping around. You're like, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking dude. intense. What what amusement park would you have ever gone to? Valley Fair. It's a pretty Is big that one in Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep. Oh, okay. I'm they not got, familiar with that. They got that, the actually. wild thing, which has a really big drop. They've got Steel Venom, which is like this this snake one that you go back and forth, and then it like spirals yeah. at the bottom. And then I've actually ridden that one a couple of times. And then when you get to the, the back – or here, I'm going to show you. So when you get to the back side, when it spirals up, they on the last ride down, they as you're falling down, they stop you, and then it shakes you, and then you go uh, – fucking scary as fuck it's and then they have the power tower which is literally just straight up and then it drops they have one that shoots up fast and then comes down slow and then they have one that goes up slow and drops down fast it's just a straight drop i fucking dude my ex-girlfriend me i she made me go on that with well she didn't make me but i was like you know what fine i'll fucking do it and i did it and still I, had, pissed about I closed it. my eyes, but then we we snuck to snuck around the back of it, and I just made out with her. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, anyways, balloons. We, this was a balloon topic, and I. Yeah, dude. I don't know. You're getting on roller coasters. <laughs> I didn't see no. I never seen no balloons on no roller coasters. Okay, balloons. I've never been a big fan of balloons, and I don't know why. I, well, actually, I do what? like. I do like balloons that aren't helium based because I would play games where you'd like try to keep it off of the floor. So like, I don't know, with my sisters or if friends are over when I was a kid, you know, you would hit the balloon back and forth and you would like keep it off the ground, the ground's lava and you dive and try to keep it from hitting the, you know, dope stuff. (laughs) Do you know about the guy who's sexually attracted to balloons? I, I don't know it's about a, this guy. It's like a, it's like a strange, my strange addiction. He's attracted to, to balloons, like sexually attracted, like the different color ones. Get him off. 
Wait, like he has he has an actual like different color ones have different impacts on him. I I, I think so. Like it is like it's really so he's really racist weird. with balloons. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dude, it's literally one of the most bizarre things I've ever seen. Part of me wonders when I see stuff like this. I'm like, is this actually real or is this person just like trying to get some screen time? I don't really know, but. Dude, people might actually be. I think I think it's a, a real thing. Like, I, I'm I'm typing it in now. I'm seeing what the name of this thing is. Sexually, this is our most researched. <laughs> dude, episode. if you type in sexually attracted, the number one on the list. Oh no, actually, dude, listen to this list. Okay, this is actually one of the best lists I've ever seen. If you type in sexually attracted, here's what Google suggests: sexually attracted to food. <laughs> That's the first. This is in order. Sexually attracted to plants, to trees, to smart, <laughs> which sounds like an everything must sports kind of uh, <laughs> ring to it. Attracted to objects, to robots, to power, to balloons. So balloons is up high. And uh, means and to emotions. Yikes. Glad I did that, Liz, because now I'm... Feel a little weird. Feel dirty from just looking that up. Honestly, I don't think this episode would have been worth it if you hadn't Googled that list. I'm really glad. I think that really added content to what was already an incredible episode. All right. You want to do one more? Oh, yeah, dude. We got. We definitely got time for one more each. One more each? <laughs> no, we do one more. We do one more really, really well. All right, here we go. The moment you've all been waiting for. Here we go. (laughs) I hope it's a good one for last. (laughs) What the fuck is this? All right. Invisible hand. Invisible hand. Is this Dude, like a thing? Something? Is this like a distinct thing? I'm looking it up. <laughs> I'm looking it up first. The invisible hand is a metaphor uh. for the unseen forces that move the free market economy. Dude, fuck the economy, man. Dude, that's all I'm thinking about, to be honest with you. Dude, Honestly, why do you keep going out of focus? What are you doing? I think I... I'm I'm wild, man. I'm a wild, wild man. <laughs> Can't keep me under control, man. Okay. Through individual self-interest and freedom of production as well as consumption, the best interests of society as a whole are fulfilled. <laughs> Do we pick a different topic? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> listen, I'll, I'll 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 send us home with this topic. All right, I got I got I got. I'm gonna pick something else. Okay. All right, and we got horses. This is a good one. <laughs> which we which we already talked about. All right, shall we do another one here? I'll, I'll, let's let's keep yeah. going until we get one we want to end on. Phone tapping. You want to talk about phone tapping? Well, yeah, sure. Okay. Would you? Would I, if you could phone tap on anyone, who would it be? And why, obviously. 
I want to make a joke that I've made on your live streams in a couple of times, but I don't know I'm if, hate it. if if you want me to edit this out of the podcast later, we can just talk about. It. I wish I could phone tap your dad just to see if he's talking about me in his free time. <laughs> so what do you think? Uh, I, I think that's a good choice. Why, why not, dude? Give it a shot. Um, I'm sure that my dad's conversations are incredibly boring, but if you want to be a part of it, I mean, I guess so. That's like the last person I would probably do. All right. Who would you do? Uh, I, um, hmm. I, was gonna say, I mean, whoever knows about aliens would be the best. Well, you probably wouldn't know if they know about aliens unless you were phone tapping them. So, what do you, you like the president maybe? Oh yeah, probably that'd be a good one. Probably, probably like something like that would be pretty interesting. Or who else would be interesting? The CIA kicks down my door. You're not phone tapping the president. <laughs> yeah, we definitely uh, don't have the ability to to do that. No, no technology for us to do that even if we did have the technology good luck getting steven to figure out how to do that <laughs> i try to use this antenna and it's not seeming to be working why are you using an antenna what are you doing <laughs> this is like back in the 90s what are you talking about i tried putting in the batteries and, and, and cranking it six times and uh, it's still not working th- this is how it actually would go <laughs> steven are you phone tapping him Dude, I forgot my password to log into the program that I used to phone tap. <laughs> Steven, there isn't even a password for this. Well, I don't know. I got locked out somehow. <laughs> That's not even the object that we gave you to do the tapping with. <laughs> you're, you're on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook taps people, right? <laughs> oh, I thought I was supposed to poke them on Facebook. <laughs> That was always the most useless functionality. Did you ever get in a poking war with someone on I Facebook? Did, yeah, I did. Dude, me too. That's what I would do. That's how I would get with chicks back then. I was like, dude, you were always you. getting with chicks back then. <laughs> <laughs> Love doing the poking. Honestly, actually, <laughs> without Facebook, I don't know if it would have been possible for you to get with as many chicks as you've got. <laughs> my, uh, me and one of my exes, we would poke each other. We got in like a, a poking war on Facebook. And it continued a year after we broke up. We're just like we got, we're invested in this poking war, so we just we broke up. We just kept poking each other. We were just so far invested. My ex, I used to poke her all the time, and then I found out that she could poke me, and I broke up with her. <laughs> that, for those of you that don't get the joke, that's a joke where I found out my ex girlfriend was actually a man, and she was able to poke me with her penis. So I. Broke up. That was the joke. That was the joke. <laughs> Dude, that joke that joke was certainly lost on by most. <laughs> Don't speak for the rest of them. Dude, I'll speak it for everyone. <laughs> you're the, I, you're the voice of the people. <laughs> Dude, I'm the voice of the pe I'm the everything must voice of the people. That's me. <laughs> everything. Everything must go with Brandon and the voice of the people, Steven. <laughs> I, I think that's actually pretty catchy. It's a lot of words, though, to try to put in here. We're going to have to come up with a new logo. New logo? Guys, should we get to do a new logo of the podcast? If we did a new logo of the podcast, what would be the most ridiculous? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to talk about with phone tapping? 
do you think do you think the government is phone tapping regularly? Uh, I think so because of the Patriot Act, actually. But like, so do you think they're just phone tapping everyone? I mean, my thought process is knowing that YouTube can somehow monitor like what goes into people's YouTube videos, like if there's anything like if there's nudity and stuff like that. I can only imagine how ridiculously complex whatever the government would have to be able to track all of this stuff. Does it scare you at all? Uh, no, because I don't really do like things that I'm worried about the government knowing about. So for me, it doesn't. It's not really a worry or concern of mine. But it's it crosses my mind sometimes. I'm just like, wow, like people are, like like you're never. It's like back in the old day, you could just like go about your life, and like there was not something watching you at all times. Like now, something's always watching you. So, I think it's like freaky just to think in the future. What if they just decided, you know what, we're gonna just control humans somehow? Like they could probably do it. I would just say that if the government's hacking into my camera on my phone, they've seen some very unfortunate things. <laughs> Dude, yeah, me too. And I always had my phone on me. <laughs> we'll end on that. No, I'm just kidding. You always Dude, final me. thoughts? Final, final thoughts. My final thoughts are, I think this episode was an absolute success. I actually, I did kind of like this because we did have a mixture of goofiness, but then we also had some, some serious stuff here and there. What I'll, yeah. What I'll do for the, the episode is I'll actually, when I'm editing the episode, I will put out each topic and i'll put the timestamp with the topic so that people can literally if you are if you like to listen to the the podcast or i suppose if you watch it on youtube you can find specifically what topic you would like to listen to us <laughs> just everyone's like oh, fencing <laughs> and they go they go to it expecting me to talk about this part i just immediately talk about wood or chain link fences <laughs> We got a really strong, strong fencing demographic that like this podcast a lot. Yeah. Any uh, any other final thoughts? I, I think we can uh, send it on home. Send it on home. Solid episode. Definitely good. Good way to start off the month of November. Month of November is in the books already with this episode. <laughs> All right, guys. <laughs> so next episode uh of the podcast is going to be on chemistry and no we're not talking about bunts and burners or the periodic table of (laughs) elements all right i mean the fact that i legitimately got an f on my final exam in chemistry in high school (laughs) oh no you have you have uh horrific memories of of this class i think i got the lowest grade in the class (laughs) You got the lowest grade in the history of the school. <laughs> I just didn't get it done right. Oh, no. Um, but this will be about chemistry that you share with people. I, I know a lot of people typically like when we, we have discussions about relationships just because we're all in a relationship in some way, shape, or form. So, uh, Or we have been in one. Um, I guess unless you have never been in one no i just made it all up we do have a demographic of two to eight year olds that probably have never been in relationships that listen to the podcast so 
they probably won't appreciate this episode. Is this joke worth it? <laughs> Send us an email, emgpod at gmail.com. Let me know if that joke was worth it. Or you can uh, message us on Twitter or Instagram at emgpod. Be sure to send in your comments or questions on this episode or the future episode or any previous episode, to be completely honest. You can call us as well, 513-427-EMG5. Again, that's 513-427-EMG5, and we will play your voice message on the air. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time. Take it easy.